0: Melissa, Kylie, Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Ooh. 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 What wow, if what we did that? this whole thing as a musical?
1: Yeah,
0: I would <laughs> not. Really? I hate musical episodes of things. <laughs>
1: what? I okay, just musical episodes? like TV
0: shows that I'm aren't sure. normally musicals. So I get what you're this saying. This season of Sabrina has had more musical <laughs> elements. <laughs> Oh, and that's weird and when they did it for the first time this season I was like oh my fucking god <laughs> so he was like what I was like if this is a musical episode just skip it and he was like for real I was like yes I can't handle this but this is what True. I get for watching teen shows because they always try to throw in a musical Riverdale Degrassi no pretty way. little liars for real all my shows they all have had musicals, musicals. That's ridiculous. And I hate that shit.
1: It's like, it squeezed me, but what is the point? That's
0: not what I signed up for.
1: Right. I thought we were talking, like, straight Moulin Rouge or something. And no, no, like, no. And I all right, you know what you're in for.
0: If I know what I'm but getting get myself into, yeah. I can respect that. But, right. like, if I'm just trying to watch a teen drama...
1: You want that.
0: I want the drama. I want the murder. I want the gossip. I don't want the music.
1: Don't throw left field. I
0: get you. It's me against the music. Mm -hmm. You know? It is. You guys, we have exciting news. What? We're doing a very cool collaboration with (sighs) our friends... Of Pearl Candle Company.
1: That we are. This is yes. the most exciting thing.
0: First and foremost, be sure to follow them at Pearl Candle Company on Instagram and you can check out our delightful Magnolia and Peony scent and their Etsy shop. June.
2: It is Emily's lovely. It is like you right walked now. through. <sighs> It's like you walk through a garden. A it's garden. like a fresh garden. A haunted garden.
0: And it smells so lovely. It's like fresh and light. And it's like not overwhelming when you burn it. It's just... I'm smelling mine too. It's like
1: I want to be with my friends. Yeah. And talk about spooky stuff.
0: Yeah. But also relax. Yeah. <laughs> this is us. It's like the- I like.
2: I'm sorry. I was going to say, I like that they actually use real essential oil, and it's a soy wax base. Oh, yeah. So it's good for you. It's not bad for you.
0: It's only the good stuff. Only the good stuff from Pearl Candle Company. They don't play games. Always. They don't mess around.
1: (laughs) They're straightforward and to the point.
0: Yeah, but we're so, so Mm -hmm. excited. Get your Golden Ghouls candle. All of their other scents are amazing, too. Stock up while you're in the shop. They're so fairly priced and they're gorgeous. Gorge. Gorge. We love them. I
1: couldn't ask for anything
0: more. I've never been more excited. You know? For real. Like, I love candles. I kind of have an obsession with candles, so. Same. I have something else exciting to tell you guys. What? I am going to be consulting with a medium (gasps) in (gasps) hopes of developing... Her power. My skills. Yes. yes. Yep.
1: That's such exciting. News.
0: I know. Later this month, I'm so, so, so excited. So, obviously, I'll keep you guys posted on the journey. Hopefully. Yeah. It's a fruitful one.
1: Dude, it will be, for yeah. sure. Or
0: she's going to be like, bitch, you don't have any talent. No, oh,
1: this is your time.
0: But, yeah, I'm really excited. That... Is this very is cool. exciting, dude! Yes, I
1: can't wait for your journey yeah. to hear yeah. all about it.
0: Hot news for the people!
2: I thought y'all would be appreciative. Yes, I think maybe, it. and this is just an idea. You, we can decide formally on the gram, but maybe we should make a post asking people to send some send some questions that we can that you can answer in the next episode. Oh,
0: maybe we'll see what happens. Ooh.
2: You know, a little Q A each time. <coughs> we'll
0: see what happens. Mm-hmm. Woo! Yeah, we're excited. It could it could be very good for us. You know?
1: Yeah. yeah. To have a medium in the group, it, that God. would be sick. Oh wow! going to vamp us up to one hundred percent.
0: Imagine an investigation with all of that.
1: Like, shoot!
0: I'm just saying. Spooky. Here's our email. There, there's the email we've been looking for. <laughs> I know. I told Steve I was like, maybe I'll be the next celebrity medium.
1: That could be. Dude. And he
0: was like, you're ready to be the next celebrity everything because every time I get an <laughs> idea, I'm gonna be like, this is what makes me famous. <laughs> yeah. We're waiting for the email, but this could be uh, the Golden ghouls email. This is it. Absolutely. This is it.
1: Our future is Absolutely.
0: near. Absolutely. Our future mm-hmm. is or near. We're already here. We we're here we've and we're ready it. to party. Speaking of a party. What? Iowa. You ever That's, been? Never. Oh yes. I
1: know people from Iowa. What? In fact, one of my friends' brother from Iowa played in the Super Bowl.
0: What, what?
1: Yes. did he win? Yeah.
0: No. Oh. It's no. okay. <laughs> he still fought the good fight. He
1: did. He still fought. But they're from Iowa. Wow. So
0: It's a place. I've got family I in know Iowa. That
1: it's a good town. Yeah. It's got good people.
0: It's a good place. Right. Um, the state of Iowa. The state, the great state of Iowa. The thing is, we happen to be, and this is not related, we happen to be recording this during all the Iowa caucus drama.
2: Oh, oh my God. Don't even get me started. How can we don't want to get started. We
0: don't want to get started. It my... was totally unrelated. Yeah. And then. And then now it is. And then now it is. We take it back. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. But.
2: Woof, thoughts my and folks. prayers.
0: Honestly, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts
2: and <laughs> prayers. <laughs> yeah.
0: But I'll Oof. I'll get spooky in Iowa. Let mm-hmm. I'll kick it off with yes. Okay. Should I start with a big one or a lesser known one? Lesser
2: known. Okay. Lesser known. Lesser okay,
0: known. Lesser known, like, lesser known. Yeah. All right. So this is the Oakland Cemetery, and it is in Iowa City, Iowa. Okay. Not to be confused with some other Iowa the city. state. <laughs> So, it is home to the menacing eight-foot-tall Black Angel statue. This cemetery has been spooking late-night thrill-seekers for (laughs) legitimate decades. Mm. So, the statue watches diligently over the Feldvert family plot, and it was once this beautiful golden-bronze monument. It was installed in 1912 to mark the sorrow of Teresa Feldberg's loss of her young son and her husband. Yeah. So after her death in 1924, the statue mysteriously began turning black, starting with the eyes. My guess is simple oxidation of the metal. But, you know, people love to spin a tail so who the hell am I to say I don't know. apparently <laughs> it started with her eyes and then it started to look like the statue was crying black tears and then over time mm. the whole thing has turned black which again I would attribute to oxidation but I'm no scientist <laughs> who knows? I'm no genius <laughs> these
1: are metal tears
0: <laughs> so there are a bunch of theories that surround the strange occurrence, including the belief that Teresa was a secret witch and she cursed the <laughs> statue to protect the family's gravesite. Same. Honestly, would do that for yeah. my fam. Right. Yeah. Today these legends are accompanied by the belief that touching or even kissing or sometimes looking at the angel will result will result in. Instant death.
1: Looking at it? Yep. Oh, then don't even go near the cemetery. Don't even.
0: Don't even play. Right. So many people believe that to even touch the angel is flirting with death. One legend tells a story of a girl who kissed the angel's feet in the moonlight and was dead within six
2: <laughs> months.
1: Now, why would she do that?
2: I don't know. Six this months is, gone. This is what happens when you have a foot fetish. she die. <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Another story tells of a high school boy who touched the angel on Halloween no less and had his heart stop beating on the spot.
2: Oh, oh my god. If it's true,
0: he probably had a heart condition and just spooked himself, but Oh, well, that's sad. <laughs> true. Visitors also report hearing ghostly voices and seeing strange light anomalies floating throughout the cemetery. Mm. The angel was visited by Sci-Fi Channel's Haunted Highway, and they actually captured some strange audio, spooky visuals floating through the cemetery, and upon pointing their thermal cameras at the statue, found that it was red hot, even though they were visiting on a cold Iowa night. Mm. Interesting. So, what's this spooky Much think statue about. up to? I don't know. But... It's something already.
1: Sounds like a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. She looks beautiful, beautiful angel statue
1: with black tears. Well,
0: she's completely black now.
1: So oh, okay, right. Because she cried the whole. She cried she her, whole, cried body her whole body
2: black. Yeah, that
1: makes the most sense.
2: Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, uh, you want me to tell a tale from Iowa?
0: I love a tale.
1: Yes. Dude, this is the Mathis Ham House. Not the ham house. <laughs> the ham house. Yeah, this was uh, Mathis Ham. He uh, lived in. A... <laughs> there it is.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I don't know. Bless you. Dubek, Dubek, Dubek. I don't know, but he he came from Dubek, uh, in 1833. He wanted to do some deals on the Mississippi River. He was one of the early businessmen to prosper from the age of steamboats, y'all. Though his last name was Ham, so you thought he would be, like, in the pork business, but he's <laughs> not. Mm-hmm. One, yeah. would one, one would think. One would assume. assume that that's what happened. Dubuque.
0: No. That's what it is.
1: Dubuque. Where is that? <laughs> Dubuque? Oh, he came to That's you who say it. Yeah, what like, I don't even know where that is in Iowa, but somewhere good. Yeah, um, so he uh, became very rich. Obviously, ended up marrying a woman named Zerelda, who gave him
0: six children.
2: Ooh. Oh,
0: I'm gonna name my first child Zerelda. Are you? That's gorgeous. It is.
2: Pretty. I'm gonna name my first child Ham. If
0: you name your child Zerelda, your child Ham. If you name your child Zerelda, they're bound to be a witch. That's and true. If you name them true. Ham, they will be a clown.
1: I'll name mine Turkey, Kylie.
2: Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh.
1: Cause that could go either way, the jelly meat or the animal.
0: Exactly. My
1: little turkey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, So with his that family, the family that he had, like seven people, he needed a big house. Right? Yeah. And he yeah. had a bunch of freaking money, so he was like why not build this big house? So he got, he made like this expanded home that, like, is huge and could fit, like, I don't know, 10 fams, probably. Damn. No, not really. Damn, hum. <laughs> he, his wife never lived to see this finished project because, like, yeah, that's how intense it was. uh But by 1856, the 23-room Italian mansion was complete. And yeah, 23 rooms. Can you believe it? And it was Italian in Iowa. Like, fucking class. Gorgeous. There's
0: a dog dying outside. <laughs> I know. I keep getting it. I distracted. know. I hear it. <laughs> I am like, that dog needs help, and it's not my dog.
1: <coughs> I don't know whose dog it is. Do you think it's lost?
0: I don't know. I'm scared. I think he's singing. Well, okay,
1: cool. anyways. Mathis, with his 23-room mansion, was like, I can't live alone. I need a new wife. So then he married Margaret McLean, who bore him two more children.
0: Oh, wow. I know. Now he's got eight?
1: He does. All right.
0: Or so, nine. or Eight. eight? Seven. No, six. How many six, did he have to start with? Eight, oh, my God. Too eight, many. Six. <laughs> when you lose count, you've got too many kids. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's what they he, say,
0: right?
1: So he, um, he got to spend a lot of time in this house with his second wife, and they they threw a bunch of parties. It was a pop in place. One of his favorite rooms was this tower he built on the third floor, Ooh, la, which la. he could retire to and observe his the movements of his his steamboats, his <gasps> fleet.
2: <laughs> wow, yeah. what yeah. a dumb goon! Dumb. Daniel. Damn Hum. damn Hum.
1: <laughs> so Margaret ended up passing away in 1874, leaving Matt Ham in his home with his children again. <laughs> and uh, obviously that he was too old to remarry, so he just perished in the <laughs> house. Oh God. Poor guy. And left his two daughters, May and Sarah, to take residency. In the mansion. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh Uh-huh. So this is when rumors of the ghost in the house first started, was with May and Sarah. Okay. And guess what kind of ghost they thought they were?
0: I don't know.
2: Pirates. Pirates? Pirates. pirates. Emily.
1: Yes. Hot. So rumors of the ghosts of captured pirates from years before... Uh, came up when Sarah and May took took room in the house.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There began to be a bunch of c- peculiar happenings, like hearing footsteps, whispers, and, of course, she just started to believe, of course, these, these, are, these are pirates, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. They have yeah. to be the dead man that tried to take over my dad's steamboat. Obviously. Right. <laughs> And so they had returned to make good on their threat of taking over this guy's wealth mm-hmm. so she she was really frightened, and she would she even set up like a signal for her neighbors when she thought these ghost pirates were around. Oh. <laughs> she would put, <laughs> she would put a particular lamp in the window, Classic. and that meant they needed to come over because the ghost pirates were there.
0: I think she might have just been kooky and lonely, but
1: (laughs) one evening she was in bed when she heard the footsteps again. And then they were like directly outside her door. She lit her lamp to summon her neighbors, y'all, and grabbed her gun. She kept a gun now. And so she grabbed her gun. (laughs) She grabbed her gun, locked herself in her bedroom, and just like waited. Once she all saw right. the footsteps literally at the door like about to open the door, she decided to fire the shots outside of the of her room. And all of a sudden the noise was gone and all she heard was her neighbors coming up the stairs and they found, they <gasps> said there was a trail of blood leading down the stairs and all the way to the outside.
2: What? Ew. Yeah.
1: The next day, this, this person who was obviously in the house, the intruder, he was found and he was dead with two of the bullet wounds in his, in his chest. And they were the same bullets that, uh, what's her Sarah had. So she had killed him and guess what (laughs) he, guess who he was? Who? It it, it was a pirate. No. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't a ghost pirate that was living with the girls. This is a real one. It's a real pirate. Damn. Yeah. So um this the house she died in 1912, so the house was um was given away to the city mm. by that time. And they decided to make it into a museum. And the phenomenon of the ghosts hasn't stopped since. But these are more like textbook hauntings. They haven't seen any apparitions, but they hear what Sarah and May heard in the past. The footsteps, the disembodied voices. Employees will have objects moved around and nobody had touched them or been in the room before Mm -hmm. that happened. The Mm -hmm. electrical system, like they say by that it works like a charm, but no, lights are turning on and off and there's no explanation why. Hmm. So, yeah, this place is pretty freaky. And it's still a museum today?
0: Yep. I can go check it out.
1: Yeah, since
2: 1964.
1: The old ham house. Yep. Just a bunch of shit goes on.
2: Wow. It's the house of haunted ham. The haunted (laughs) haunted
0: ham.
2: (laughs) Dang. Wow. so I've got a spooky spot in Iowa wow mm-hmm. if you guys are down so at first <laughs> I was like maybe we... Was like, I'm not. <laughs> we won't talk about this
0: actually because um, it was
2: on Go- so it was on Ghost Adventures and it was the oh, good. yeah but it's it's such a good episode and such a cool place and I'm like you know what heck it we're doing it. We're going to talk about Edenburg Manor.
1: Mm hmm.
2: Mm hmm. And you if you're looking it. for the Ghost Adventure episode, it is season 11, episode one. The so, fact that there are
0: more than 11 seasons of that is insane. It's crazy. How many are there yeah. For real, though. I
2: don't know now. I don't know. More than 11. <laughs>
0: Probably.
2: So, for those who haven't seen this episode or those who haven't heard of the Edenburg Manor, let me lay down the spooky facts because it's known to be one of the most haunted spots in the entire Midwest. Midwest is pretty big. So that's true. <laughs> you know, it's a pretty it's a pretty big spot that Midwest. So the manor, it's located in Anamosa, Iowa, and it was built in 1850. And it's gorgeous. Uh, the building it. was initially it, it's it's truly a work of a work of art. Hmm. The building was initially designed to be a courthouse. Uh, however, plans changed when the county seat went to another city. So they still had the, the land ready for action. They still had Hello? the design. So they were like, what? Oh <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? We, we lost, lost Kylie for a moment. You still hear me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. You-
0: that was spooky.
2: Mm. Can we hear her now? I can hear you. Good. Well, at least it was being recorded on my end, so you guys will just have to listen to the episode to hear what I just said. Well, (laughs) it'll be a surprise for all of us. I can't
1: wait.
2: That's spooky. What's the last thing you heard?
0: (laughs) Good question.
2: (laughs) Just keep going. Just keep rolling. All right. All right. So... The building was supposed to be a courthouse, and the county seat went to another city. So the designs were updated to build a quote poor farm unquote. Have you have you ever heard of this? A poor poor farm. farm? So what is that? Well, let's have. I want you to guess. (laughs) Serious and non serious guesses.
1: A poor farm. (laughs) Yeah. Are you looking it up? No. Because I'm going to feel cheated.
0: It sounds like I've heard it before, but I just don't know.
1: you are all that beeping?
2: Good good guesses. Good guesses, guys.
1: (laughs) We're having technical difficulties. (laughs) We're
0: clearly losing our shit right now.
1: I'm just going to smell this candle. So, (laughs) basically...
2: A, uh, a poor farm is described, or was described, as a comfortable retreat for lazy, able-bodied, and willingly dependent applicants.
0: <laughs> it was a shelter
2: I for I think the... we've talked...
0: I think we talked about
2: these before. We keep losing Kylie. We keep
1: losing you when we can't really? hear you.
2: <laughs> oh, yes. That's so weird. I just checked my Wi-Fi, and it's good. It's
1: making me laugh, though. So I, I oh, don't know. Oh, oh, oh. Just pretend you know what I'm saying. Just Just not. Go. Uh huh. Enjoy
2: it. Yeah. Just keep going. So the the poor farm. It was rent free so long as the the people living there tended to the farm. So honestly, I'm down. I'll take care of some (laughs) livestock and some crops if it means (laughs) not being rent. I'm laughing thinking about like what you're hearing all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) Like does it just is it you can't hear anything and all of a sudden I'm like, I'll take care of some livestock. All right. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. (laughs) All right. So. The poorhouse. This bad boy was in action from 1850 to 1910, when it was then demolished. Edinburgh Manor was then constructed uh, during 1910 and 1911, and the manor housed, and I quote, "the incurably insane, poor, and elderly." And if you think about it, that's what a mix, you know, what like a what, mix. what what va- <laughs> what varying needs that were likely unmet because mm-hmm. of lack of resources medical assistance it was doomed to be a hot mess from the start just saying just saying uh, what's wild to me and this is something that I would like to look into further uh, it was in operation until November 2010 so what's odd to me is how has it open so long since we know that you know mental hospitals lost funding in the early 90s was this like somehow? Privately funded or was it no longer? I don't know. I don't know. But it's odd to me well that it was open that long. We'll never know. We'll never know. So a woman, so it was closed down, and what's spooky AF is all of the photos show that nothing was it didn't look like people moved out. People were just like, you know what, we gotta get out of here. There are, like, medical records everywhere, like, on desks. There are beds still made with people's belongings. It's, like, truly out of a horror movie, but it's real life. (laughs) And I think that's the appeal of it as well. And it was only 10 years ago, so it's like, these people, these belongings, these items still belong to people that are probably alive? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. To me. So, it closed in 2010, and then a woman named Cindy... Purchased the manor because she loved the architecture, and she claims that she was unaware of its history. Um, I believe her, but also, once she knew or learned of the history and the hauntings, she opened it up for to the public for paranormal investigations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. Did she? Did she plan? I feel like she maybe planned that, but who knows? Um, when she, she was first, looking to make a buck. Yeah, I mean, same, you know? So she and her boyfriend, right when they uh, purchased the place, they're, you know, walking around. They began to notice clanging in the halls when they were alone, uh, silhouettes in their peripherals. So after learning more about the history, Cindy decided to, you know, leave the manor untouched and thus enabling weirdos like us to explore its paranormal activity. And she opened the manor up in the summer of 2012. Um, I think it's a couple hundred dollars to go there overnight to do paranormal investigations, but from what I've seen and heard seems worth it. So let's let's keep this uh, in the front of our minds in case you want to go to Iowa. <laughs> All right um, in doing in doing some research, I found some amazing an amazing site. Uh, covering a first-hand account of the manor. And it was written by Trish Eklund on abandonedforgottendecay.com. And honestly, I'm fangirling over this site because it's really good. So if you want to go, (laughs) go to the site. Uh, But Trish writes, the property consists of the manor, the two houses in the back, and 12 acres of land. The facility has three floors and an attic, which is off-limits unless you are in a paranormal investigating group. Or book an overnight if you are brave. There are usually thirty-two, or there were usually thirty-two to forty-five residents at a time, and they were often referred to as inmates, which has a negative connotation. <laughs> mm-hmm. When the residents left, uh, there were thirty-two. So I think by that she means there were there was a record of thirty-two inmates at the time of its closure. Everything in the building was inherited as is, with the exception of the toys, which are explained later. They have removed very little, and I try to keep things as authentic as possible, which I found impressive. They kept things as authentic as possible. I think that could also be a big reason Edenberg is so active. So she has so many photos uh, that really show the spookiness and the creepiness of the manor, like the... The beds, the dilapidated walls, the paint peeling off of the walls, some of the medical records, the toys, the hallways. It's like, go go and spook yourself. Go look at these pics. Uh, Each floor of the manor has a community area where the residents could gather and socialize. Uh, And in some of the photos, as mentioned, you could see toys and puzzles and games. And Cindy, the owner, says that people actually donate these toys Uh, To the spirits. And apparently they move around the building on their own. (laughs) Wow. The creepiest. Yeah, yeah. So there are two dolls, which are creepy AF. And then I guess uh, there's the notorious fire truck, which moves around the manor pretty often. Um, And you'll see photos of the dolls and that fire truck on that website I mentioned. Uh, So what has actually been captured? Multiple people on various occasions have been able to record disembodied whistling and singing. Uh, people report lights turning on and off, um, plates flying across the room. People have captured uh, photos of ghostly figures, a creepy man in a mirror on the second floor of the men's wing. The men Yay. and the women were separated. But, they yeah, they also wanted to keep families together. I don't know why an entire family would be I guess, I don't know why an entire family would be there, but... uh, And also, the basement is the area where a supposed ghost nicknamed the Joker lives, and the Ghost Adventure episode refers to this Joker many times. They also have some some ripe EVPs and some some videos of orbs in that episode, if you want to watch that. Uh... But on ghost adventures, they they refer to the Joker, this entity as like evil. and he just wants to like hurt everyone and like strangle them, apparently. But Cindy, the owner, she doesn't think that this ghost, this entity is evil. She just thinks he's wild. Um, both she and her boyfriend, you know, they don't think that this ghost has bad intentions and they never feel like they're in danger. Uh, but he does like to throw things and break things. He has been known to touch people, pull their hair, scratch them, uh, push them, and move things around. So, no thank you. No thank you.
0: <laughs> I don't like grabby ghosts.
2: Uh, yeah, no thanks. One more spooky, spooky fact that, you know, really seals the deal here is that the manor has a cemetery on site where the bodies of those who died uh, at the poorhouse were buried. So there were at least 800 documented deaths, possibly up to 150 on the property. And many of those deaths were from questionable causes. Damn. So, I mean, you got people dying on the property. It's, you know, people dying during their residency, they're, when they're apparent lunatics. There's... Misbehavior by the doctors, nurses, you know, the, the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this place is haunted AF. Uh, obviously. There's you know? no way around but, it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. Damn, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. It, it's haunted. It's, um, <sighs> I'll close this out. That's what I got for Edinburgh. Yeah. I'll close this out with a, a spooky. Love it. This is the Veliska axe murder house sounds
1: familiar yeah so
0: this tale is famed i'm sure a lot of folks know it it's a wild one so these axe murders occurred between the evening of june 10th and the early morning of june 11th 1912 in the town of villisca the six members of the Moore family, parents Josiah, age 43, Sarah, 39, and their children Herman Montgomery, 11, Mary Catherine, 10, Arthur Boyd, 7, and Paul Vernon, 5, and two house guests, Ina May, who was 8, and Lena Gertrude Stillinger, who was 12, were found bludgeoned in the Moore residence. All Ew. eight victims had severe wounds from an axe, head wounds mm-hmm. from an axe. A lengthy investigation yielded several suspects, one of whom was tried twice, but the trial ended in a hung jury and the second ended in an acquittal. The crime remains unsolved to this day.
1: Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who could have done it? Who one of the great mysteries. Could have. Like the Black Dahlia.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's also a mm-hmm. theory that it was a serial killer because apparently there were axe murders around that time um kind of like near train depots over a number huh. of years and it was like similar circumstances but people have only started connecting that more recently so huh. could have been could have been that guy but and there yeah. was
1: like no robbery or anything. It was just a I don't murder. think so, but
0: there was a weird some weird stuff like I think that the axe was found close to some bacon like someone had maybe eaten <laughs> in their house. Like it was damn bizarre. Huh? Yeah, the the story is very detailed, so I encourage you to dig further into it. I know some podcasts like I think My Favorite Murder has covered it. Um But it's a very interesting story. However, it's a very lengthy story. So
1: I'll
0: I'll let you guys do that research. But just the general synopsis, eight people, deceased, axe wounds to the head. Mm -hmm. How could it not be haunted, Mm -hmm. right? Right. So today, visitors have reported everything from doors opening and closing on their own, feeling chills, being pinched, to hearing children laughing and playing with toys in empty <laughs> rooms. <laughs> there are also reports of objects <laughs> unexplainably being moved and the common feeling of guests thinking they are being followed only to turn around and find nobody there. Oh. Yeah. So visitor Pat Business says, My first visit to the Veliska asked at good god <laughs> the,
1: ass the
0: ass murder house those ass
1: murders was
0: in june of 2009 is <laughs> a simple day tour of the house and the cemetery but since that very day i have been hooked since the time i have spent many overnight visits at the house and not one time have i had any regrets as far as paranormal activity goes this house comes through loud and proud Over the past few years, I have accumulated many EVPs from this house, both live and residual. I have also called out the names of the Moore children and Lena and Ina Stillinger, who were all victims on that fateful night, to turn my flashlight on and off when asked, and they did just that. Mm. These impressive paranormal incidents occurred in the Blue Room, where Lena and Ina were murdered, and the upstairs bedroom where the four Moore children were murdered. I have also felt cold spots in the house that I cannot offer an an ex. Good God, an explanation for. Based on my personal experiences, an EVB cat. Good God. (laughs) EVP captures, along with my own gut feeling, I believe the spirits of all eight victims still dwell within that house. The burning question is, why? Is it due to fear and trauma as a result of the incident itself? Or is it because that house is the last place they knew? Or all of the above? Or none of the above? A couple of years back, I became a member of a paranormal investigation investigation team called International Ghost research society and we have spent a few overnights at the house gathering plenty of audio and video evidence to convince even the most hardcore skeptic that the Veliska axe murder house is most definitely haunted this house has a mystique all of its own and will rival any other allegedly haunted location an overnight visit to the house will make most skeptics believers come sunrise the next morning What happened in that house in June of 1912 was terrible and tragic. It was something that never should have happened. I believe there are more secrets embedded within the town of Villisca concerning the axe murders that may never be revealed. In closing, I'm glad I discovered the axe murder house as a paranormal investigation hotspot and a place to remember the victims as well. I would look forward to many, many more memorable (laughs) visits to this House. Wow. So more. you Dang. too can rent the whole place. Nope. I think it's like four hundred dollars for a night. Nope. But could be worth it. <laughs> nope. So because it is such a famed location, and it opens itself up to these overnights, paranormal investigators and thrill seekers um, have captured tons of audio, video. There's tons of tales of its haunts available all over the internet. There are loads of YouTube videos. It's been featured on Ghost Hunters and Kindred Spirits. The evidence of paranormal nature there is endless. Yes. There are so many videos mm. of people from doing overnights there. There's just so much evidence. Like, mm-hmm. I think you gotta believe it.
1: Uh, for sure. I mean, that was a horrid crime. Horrible. Horrible. Mm-hmm. and pat
0: said it herself it pops the fuck off it pops she's off. a paranormal investigator <laughs> she's been there multiple times and it never fails to deliver and never. i love that for her
1: yeah, for real
0: yeah. and she loves the place and she will never forget it <laughs> <laughs> as you now know Wow, was, I forgot is, how to talk. This
1: has been a rough epi, <sighs> I tell you what.
0: Please excuse any beeps you might have heard from Skype. Emily and I lost Kylie, but Kylie apparently never lost us. I
1: lost my whole damn mind.
0: So, <laughs> so that was magical. <laughs> I was we like, had the dying dog outside.
1: What is even going on in this room? I heard some
2: sirens at one yeah, point. Yeah, there were sirens. Shit I think some
1: like black cloud came over us in here. I think so. And it was like...
2: I think you guys are this is a small done. glitch.
0: Small glitch. Uh thank you guys for sticking with us. We love you so much. We do. And
2: we do. until next time, stay spooky. Stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.